Welcome to a guide culture podcast series called Loy Lessons. I'm here, Macy McNeely, with my dad, Loy Day. Hello, everyone. And Loy Lessons, if you've been around for a while, you know they are not new. In fact, this is where a lot of everything about guide culture kind of began. At the beginning of my business journey, I was learning so much from Loy, learning how to sell, learning how to be credible, how to be liked and trusted, and and really learning these unwavering truths, these principles that were overflowing into Instagram and were really giving me a lot of traction. And he was giving me so much valuable information that all I could do, all I knew to do was to share him with the world. And we kind of got in this habit of every Thursday, he would share something called a Loy lesson on Instagram stories. Do you remember that, Loy? I do. Now, what happened though, I was not trying to share a Loy lesson. Right. You forced me I to did. do a Loy lesson. I put the phone in his face and I said, share some yeah. good, valuable yeah. content. It would start out where Macy would be talking with her audience on an Instagram story and she would just put the phone in my face and say, say something, Loy. Then eventually she would say, give us a lesson, Loy. And then eventually every Thursday we would have an an official Loy lesson. And during that time, remember, we also did some live Instagram stories for probably close to a year. Every morning is like our morning show yeah. because we were trying to build the guide culture name and Mm -hmm. get things going. So the Loy lessons did develop from that. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to continue them further into a podcast series. So many of you loved the Loy lessons, and we are so excited to just bring that series back in podcast form. So here is how it works. Every Wednesday and Friday on the Guide Culture Podcast, there will be a two-part series, a two-part message from Loy. And then on Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, there's going to be a clubhouse room called the School of Sales. And this is where he's going to kind of have a part three uh, on Clubhouse, but even better, this is where discussion and coaching actually happens. His name is Coach Loy Day on his social media because that is his gift is to coach. And he's he spends most of his time coaching inside of guide culture and especially with our guide culture coaches. So for him to be able to come and coach on Clubhouse is just so awesome and just honestly, it's it's priceless. So put that on your calendar, 10 a.m. Eastern time for Clubhouse. And the best way to get to the Clubhouse room is just to go to Clubhouse and search School of Sales, but also on the guide culture Instagram, we actually link the room right before it goes live. So you can just swipe up on those Instagram stories and it'll take you right to the clubhouse room. Hope you enjoyed this series and we will see you in the School of Sales room. Today, I want to talk about woke. What does woke really even mean? It means you've been awake and you've discovered something. We were sitting around a year or so ago, maybe two years ago, at a guy culture event. It's in person. It was after, you know, at the end of the day and we were talking and someone mentioned, well, so-and-so is woke, meaning woke on the guide culture principles. They know, they know how we think. And, and so the word woke really means you've been awakened, you've discovered something. And Macy was in a discussion or a chat with someone saying, well, you're so far ahead. You're so far ahead of other people because you've had a good life and you had a good opportunity and this, that, and the other. And we started talking about that. And I said, well, you probably are. You know, I wasn't when I got started. You probably are. But at the same time, that's not the point. The question is, if we're going to be woke about something, the question is, 
Where is happiness? And what drives us to happiness? And if you say, well, so-and-so is here, so they have a head start, a head start towards what? So you have to, you have to question, well, what is the destination? Where is happiness? What do I need to do to be happy? Do I need to be in this house? Do I need to be on the beach? Do I need to be, have this income? Where's happiness? So before you can decide to tell someone that they're in a different position, therefore they can achieve more, be happier because of their position, we have to first determine, well, what is the happiness anyway? What is the destination? And I think that's the woke point. The, the Really, the woke point is the traveling within wherever you are is the happiness. It's the traveling. It's the movement towards success. We call success is when you're working in your talent, in your passion, and you're in a noble cause, you're doing something noble, and you're moving forward. That's what we call happiness. It's not like the destination or the goal. I had an experience the other day that, that really made me think about this. I, I enjoy Peloton. I have a Peloton. And I ride it once or twice a week, probably. And I usually take the on-demand classes. I don't go f- try to find a live class. I take an on-demand. And when you take an on-demand, there, you, you, you compare yourself against the 20 or 30 or 10,000 people that have already taken this class. I guess that did it live, probably. And usually when I do these, the one I was, it's usually I'm in the 30 to 40 percentile. I can't get to the half. I get, if I can get to the half of the group, then I've done really good. So it's usually in the 30 percentile, maybe 25 percentile that I end up in. That's just my position against that group of people. For, you know, for whatever reason, that's my position. Well, the other day, I end up taking the class to where it's an on-demand class, but you can take it live against people. Like you take the class that's already been happened and other people will jump in at a certain time. So you can actually have a smaller group you can compete against. And so I said, I'm going to try this for the first time I did it. And there were three people, including me in this group, but one of them never did ride. There was no, no, you know, no progress on theirs, but one other person did. It was someone from Germany in the age group of the 40s. That's all I knew about them. And as usual, I just got on there and did my casual, decent workout, but not killing myself. And I noticed that they were starting to pull ahead. And I was thinking, you know, I've got one other person in here. They're starting to pull ahead. And I think I was at about 11. They were at 14. It's watts. They measure the watts as you as you're pushing. And they give you, you know, they give you the, you know, the speed that you should be speed pedaling and they give you the resistance that you should be on. They give you a range. I always try to get about in the middle of the range and stay within the speed they require, request. And I just try to compete and stay in there. Well, this particular person started pulling away. Well, this time, since I saw my competition, I thought, you know, I should, I should try here. I should give this thing and go and try to beat this person. And so I put a little bit more emphasis on this ride. I focused in, I watched where they were, and I pushed myself a little more. And as I pushed myself a little more, I got, I caught up, and then I pulled ahead, and I was barely ahead. I just kept pushing, pushing, pushing. I got a little more ahead. Just kept pushing, pushing, pushing for 45 minutes, and I got to where I was 10 ahead. I thought, oh, I'm not going to let this lead slip away. I kept pushing, pushing, pushing. Now I'm 15 ahead. 
And you just, and at that some point in time, you don't let off the gas, you don't let off the pedal because you've made progress, you don't give it up. And so at that point, I kept pushing. I was afraid to stop. I was afraid to stop the drive. And I ended up, at the end of the race, probably 30 points ahead of this other person, simply because I made that decision. I decided to do it. I decided at least to go for it. And then I put a little more effort into it, and I was focused in on what I was doing. And I stuck to it. I stuck to the grind, did not let up, stuck to the grind. And so the question is, why can I not start in the head of the pack all the time? Why am I not blessed enough physically to run at the head of that pack from day one? Or why can't I run in the 50 or the 60 or 7 percentile from day one? And should I be angry about that, that I can't? If I want to get there, could I really focus my effort in on daily to work myself to train towards being that percentile and maybe get to the 60, the 70, the 80 percentile? Who knows what I could do if that's really what I wanted to do. But I'm not going to complain that I'm not at the 80th percentile to start out. That's not where I am right now. What is the goal? Do I really care? I don't really care. So it's not, to me, it's not happiness. It's not a goal to go do that. But I could make it a goal, and I think I would enjoy the the ride, pun intended, to get in there, the challenge to work myself. It would take years to get to the point where I could really compete in that arena if that's what I wanted to do. And by the same token, I was sitting here with little Rush, my little seven-month-old grandchild, and he was had this little toy within reach, and he got it, and then he got out of reach. And he wanted again. He started fussing for it a little bit. I had a choice. I can hand him the toy or I can make him go get the toy. Now, if I hand him the toy, he's probably going to say, well, that was easy. And he may want me to hand him another one and then another one and then another one. Then he expects me to hand him the toy. And I don't know that he even cares about it at that point. But I think if he had to put, pull himself around and roll over and crawl over and go get it, I think he might have a little more respect for that toy. He may want to hold on to it and protect it more now that he has it. Uh, but if I just keep giving it to him over and over and over, what good am I doing him? The good for him is to have to go get the toy. So so the point here is that if, if we discover that that happiness and the thing we're after is really the challenge of going to get something. It's the challenge of going to get it, whatever it is. It's not that it's given to you and that you're just there. And, and if we're always thinking we're supposed to have something that's not there, we're always going to be making an excuse for ourselves for not having it. And I know sometimes it could take a lifetime to get it. Sometimes it could take generations to get what you're after. It's not easy. Not, it's not quick. And nobody's really going to give it to you. But for the most part, if you're working for it, if you're striving for it, if you're going for it, you're probably going to get some help along the way. People are going to see you rocking with, with Rush with that little toy. If I see him striving for it, I may push it just a little bit closer, just a little bit closer, give him a little bit of help to get there because he's working for it. He wants it. I can see that he wants it. And I think that we're all like that. If, if you get in the zone and you're going for something, you do it with the right attitude and you improve your aptitude, you work on your skills to get there and you keep the attitude and you stay focused over time, people are going to help you along the way. You're going to find the opportunities. 
So the goal here is to be woke. The woke thing is just work. Just continue to do the work. And it's, and it's never stopping this. Uh, and then when you get started, it's like with the Peloton drive. When you get started, don't let off the pedal. Don't let up. Keep pushing. Keep driving. Keep staying ahead. And, and sometimes if you just stay in the drive, just trying to stay in the grind, just go, you'll find yourself pulling away, not because you're trying to pull away, just because just you're trying to hang on to what you've achieved. Just try to hang on. You can only hang because you're going one way or the other, upward or backwards. You're not just staying the same. So to hang on to what you achieve, you have to keep driving ahead. And eventually, most people's going to not be ready to compete or they're going to fall behind. Not because you're doing anything great to get ahead, just because you stuck with it. You just stuck with it. Then over time, you'll find your position. And you'll be happy with whatever it is you've achieved and and um, who knows what's going to happen from there. We don't know because really we're not in control. We're not in that much control. We can just work and try and do the right things. And I think people will step in and help when um, when they see you working toward what you're trying to do so hard.